On this episode of the Fun V Tailgate Podcast on the Bullpen Cart Podcast feed, it is myself and Greg the Prophet Piatelli filling in for Matty D as Matty D's already on his way up to Thanksgiving. Greg and I talk college football. We talk the newest college football playoff poll, Thanksgiving football, NFL Week 13. Greg gives us his picks. It was a ton of fun to record. I cannot wait to hear what you guys think. Let us know in the comments. As always, though, make sure to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Search The Bullpen Cart on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter. ThunderBLG is the handle there. Thunderbox Sports on Facebook and Instagram, just like the website. But enjoy this week's episode, guys. Have a great Thanksgiving. And here we go. We are live! Welcome to this week's episode of the Fun V Tailgate Podcast, presented by Thunderblogsports.com, a part of the Bullpen Card Podcast feed. I, of course, am Jordy Cannell, the G-Man. Joining me for the first time, I believe, since he got married, the man, the myth, the legendary Bostonian himself, Mr. Greg Piatelli. How are you, my friend? College basketball's back. Uh, as a person who is an alumni of a school that uh, basketball was was bigger than others, all other sports. Uh, exciting time of year. Yeah. Very exciting time of year. Um, I'm pumped. It's good. It's exciting. College basketball. Too early to be into it, obviously, because it's uh, they have like the preseason tournaments going on, so you're into that. But as soon as these tournaments are over, then you focus on nothing but the NFL and college. Then once that ends, then you can dip, dive, duck, dodge, dip back into college basketball. <laughs> I like it. And now that uh, <laughs> now that Lehigh has played Lafayette and their season is over, they didn't make the the FCS tournament. Focus. I've been focusing on the you know the men's the men's basketball as they've started their season. They're not in a tournament. The women's basketball team got invited to the Bahamas tournament. They're flying down there as we speak. But I was That's watching. Sick. I was, yeah, it's actually pretty cool. I know the the not a big deal. I know the play by play announcer because I used to work for him, and he's like giving Twitter updates and shit. It looks pretty cool. Um, but I was watching the Maui Invitational the other night, or actually last night, Craig. And I'm really bummed, and I'm sure it's because they don't make the games anymore. That it's no longer the EA Sports Maui Invitational. Now it's just the Maui Gym Invitational. The I believe a clothing brand Maui Gym. So that that change of sponsorship. Bummed me out. And Chaminade, the D2 team, is no longer in the tournament. It's eight D1 teams. Was that a thing that Chaminade was always in it? Yeah, they were always the eight seed. And then they get smoked by, like, Duke or Kentucky or Kansas, whoever they, UNC, whoever they invited to be the one seed. I don't know. Why would they do that? Why were they in it? I think they were, like, traditionally the hosts. And maybe they used to be D1, but then they became a D2 team. And they like there's some story that they like in the 70s they upset Virginia when like now that Virginia obviously just won the NCAA tournament but like when Virginia was good in like the 70s and 80s they upset Virginia when they were like number one or number two in the country. My uh, roommate, my roommate was saying how the Maui Invitational is not even a team like Hawaii is not even there. You know what I mean? There's no. Yeah, I think they were the representation for Hawaii. 
like the state. And now, but uh, yeah, you're right. The University of Hawaii is not in it. Have, do they, does University of Hawaii not have a basketball team? I think they do. I, I think their basketball team is absolute garbage. It's not like when the football team like has to be better than a D two team. Has to be better than a D two team. I think it was some tradition. I think that's why. I, I don't. I need to look this up. I just I was trying to give an off off the cuff remark about the tournament because I was watching that last right. night. It was on TV, but here we go. Yeah, you know. <laughs> we'll what? cut that. Cut. cut no, no, no. Cut, I like cut, it. Cut, I like Greg. I like when you and I fuck around and, and it's just random anecdotes that we try to throw out and fall flat on our faces. It's what it's what our brand is, Greg. It's, it's pretty great. Well, actually, should I should fall we, flat on my face. She was great. Should we slip in a secret? Should we slip in a secret at the very end of the show and see, give away some major detail and see if a certain person listens to the whole whole show? Ooh. Yeah, we can do. Yeah, we can come up with like a, a hashtag or something at the end. Steal that from an, another podcast. Oh, no, I have, I have I have some like some news that you did. Oh, that I did. Yeah, something that you did yesterday. Should we throw that in the end of the episode to see if certain people listen? Yeah, well, yeah, we'll announce the news at the end. See, yeah, and see if people listen. Yeah, we'll see if they listen, and we'll tell them what what they how they should let us know that they listened at the very end, but. You'll just have to wait to find out what it is, listener. Thank you for, for checking this out. Like, share, subscribe, follow us, all that good stuff. But, Greg, let's jump into college football. New college football playoff poll came out last night, and we got a new number one team. Ohio State has flip-flopped with LSU. The head of the committee talked about how, and it's actually really funny how he mentioned it. He goes, they now with them beating Penn State, they have... A number of quality wins in the top 19 because one of their wins was over Cincinnati, who was ranked 19th now in the in the college poll. And you know they really cited that. They cited they didn't really the ESPN guys were citing some of the inconsistencies that LSU has shown and and versus Ohio State. Just aside from this game against Penn State, the absolute dominance that they've shown in almost every one of their games. Their offense goes off. Their defense has been solid. Do you agree with this? Do you think Ohio State should have changed spots with LSU? Originally, when I saw it, no, and and simply because they beat a Penn State team who got absolutely smoked by Minnesota, and Minnesota has gotten zero love from the first poll, uh, even now. You know, Minnesota has one loss. Granted, it was a weak team, but Penn State got absolutely smoked by Minnesota, and then Ohio State struggled with them at home. Ohio State at home. Their their Heisman candidate fumbled the ball three times. They squeaked out a win. Penn State had a chance to win towards the end of it. Uh, and, you know, believe me, you, I'm rooting for Iowa State as much as the next guy, but I just think LSU, having beat everyone they've played, having beat a 10-1 Alabama team, uh, as well as the entire SEC is way better than, um, you know, the Big Ten to me, I think you keep it as is. Yeah. Yes, Ohio State win is fresher in people's mind, but um, LSU, I think, to me, not that it matters, but LSU should be the number one seed. So, I agree with you. And there's two things on that. For one, the committee did talk about, or the head of the committee talked about how much the committee itself loves Penn State and has loved them and given them all this love. Putting them as number four when they were still undefeated and all this stuff, now they're number 10. They're the highest-ranked two-loss team. And what's funny about that top 19 wins comment that Ohio State has, 
again, Cincinnati being number 19, is that LSU has three wins over teams in the top 15, one of whom you mentioned, the number five Alabama Crimson Tide. They beat Florida very convincingly, and they beat Florida from behind, I might add. So Joe Burrow really making a good case there. Then they beat up Auburn, who's still hanging around. They're a three-loss team, highest-ranked three-loss team, ahead of a couple one-loss teams, ahead of Notre Dame, which I think is correct. Um, Yeah, I agree with you. I think LSU, I've watched a good amount of both teams. I'm obviously going to be watching the Michigan-Ohio State game this weekend. uh, That Some people think Michigan might be able to pull it out. Hopefully, I'm not counting my eggs, though, uh, or counting my chickens, whatever. Chicken or the egg. Um, But... I don't know. I don't, I don't are, know you not, are you not an Ohio State fan? Am I what? You not an Ohio State fan? No, my I'm a my family is a Michigan family. We are we bleed blue th- uh, through and through, baby. Ew, ew. You yeah, like man. Duke basketball? No, I don't Michigan like Duke football. I haven't liked Duke basketball in ew. ten years since I went to Lehigh. I like Michigan football because my great grandfather played football there, and then Robbie Zanino, the great Robbie Zanino, ew. my stepbrother, played lacrosse there. He was a goalie. I have an actual reason for liking Michigan. Ew. Ew. Yeah. Uh, You want me to like Sparty? My grandfather is from the state of Michigan. Not rooting for Sparty. Michigan. We're men of Michigan. At least root for like Temple or someone from Philadelphia. I root for Temple. Actually, in basketball, I like St. Joe's more than Temple. But I root for the Temple football team. But, you know, it's Lehigh over everything, though. Um, yeah, I mean, the only counter-argument that you can make is Ohio State has not had a close game until the Penn State game, and, you know, they have beat up on teams and blah, 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 and Justin Fields, this was the first game he played into the fourth quarter all season, so, yeah. um, you know, you could, you could make whatever arguments you want to keep them there and to keep them, or to, to flip-flop them, put them at number one. They have been the most dominant team, um, you know, in terms of, how much they're beating their opponents by. Don't look up the stats on that. Just take my word for it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you know, that's the only counter argument you can make. Um, I mean, I, I am not as high on Penn state as the committee or the no. committee claims to be. Um, granted they're two toughest games. They had to play on the road. So too bad for them. Um, but I just, I don't know. Seeing Penn State get absolutely manhandled by Minnesota, who has is an eight seed with one loss, is an eight seed with one loss. Fucking joke. Uh, is, Would you is rather? Wild. So let's look at let let's look at five through eight, or rather five through nine, because Alabama. Well, let me ask you this first: Do you like Alabama being ahead of Utah? Alabama being five, Utah being six. Yes, because at the end of the day, who would I rather see in the college football playoff? Utah or Carol or Alabama, and I'd rather see Alabama because even without Tua. Well, you, yes, because while maybe Utah has had a good season, show me one team in the top five that they had to play that they beat. Show me one team, you know, that is in their conference that they play a ranked person week in, week out, week in, week out. Uh, if Alabama is able to win this weekend versus Auburn and X, Y, and Z happens, and all these people lose in front of them. Granted, neither one of these teams, in my opinion, should make the playoff, the top four, but 
if if X, Y, and Z happens and Alabama somehow is is in the top four, I'd much rather see them over Utah, yes. Yeah, so that's an interesting, interesting po- point you brought up, that if one of them would make the playoff, because say Alabama beats LSU, they are now done. They can, they, LSU is the SEC East winner. They are going to the SEC championship game. Georgia and LSU are playing. And if Georgia beats LSU, it's not hard to think that LSU hangs out and just stays in as the four seed or whatever, 12 and one. Well, so no. So, so for Alabama to get in, Georgia, you want Georgia to lose. Yeah, Georgia needs you to, want lose. Georgia to lose. If Georgia wins the SEC, now, both go. I'm fine with both the Alabama or with both Georgia and LSU in the in the playoff. What frustrates me is how Minnesota is an eight seed. Minnesota should be the six seed or the five seed. Minnesota should be higher than Utah. That's what confuses me about Ohio State being number one is that they they love Penn State and that's great and everything, but you don't give enough love to Minnesota who beat this team that the committee loves so much, especially when they've basically been putting the they Big 12 on notice. Yeah, they manhandled Penn State. You're yeah, absolutely they... right. They give the Big 12 such bolt. They give them such crap that they're doing all this shit. I think it's very weird that Oklahoma is ahead of, is ahead of Minnesota Utah, I think you can't really you can't kill them for Oregon losing and Oregon dropping to fourteen because it's not their fault. It will be when they play when they play Oregon. I think if Colorado had a better record this weekend, playing Utah playing at home against Colorado would be a really good game. Would be a really good win for them because Colorado's had some pretty good wins, um, but they're just not a very good away team. Although I think I want some money on them at ASU. Not a big deal. But I agree with you. I think Minnesota should be ranked higher. And I think there's a possibility, and it's not. It's I think it's not even close to being out of the realm of possibility that if Minnesota pulls off some sort of upset in the Big Ten championship game, provided they get through Wisconsin this week, those are two good wins against two teams. Wisconsin at ranked 12th right now, and Ohio State would be number one, presumably, at the Big Ten championship game. That if they're an 11-1 or 12-1 Big Ten champion, you could think you could throw them in, and then that becomes a really interesting conversation. How do you, how do you navigate through all that stuff? But I don't know. I, I agree so, with you. I think Minnesota being so, ranked so low is weird. So in theory, right, Jordy? In theory, uh, let's say how according to the committee, how things fall. Uh, Ohio State, let's say they win their championship. Clemson wins their championship. LSU wins their championship. So those three win, which means Georgia's now out because they're a two-loss team. Yep. Right? And then you're talking about the winner between Baylor and Oklahoma, both one-loss teams. You're talking about the winner of that versus, versus an Alabama team who will be potentially 11-1 having not won a championship or a Utah team who's 11-1 or 12-1 and or whatever whatever yeah. they end up being. You know, to me, it just – you're you're punish like Oklahoma and Baylor one loss teams. So, are, should I they jump if, Alabama? I think if Baylor beats this, Oklahoma, this, Alabama's number. I'm fine right I'm now. Fine Alabama's saying, number five. I'm fine with saying if Baylor beats Oklahoma, they're an eleven and one team. They they've beaten everybody they played because they're only lost to Oklahoma. That's an excuse the committee has used for other schools before. More of the blue bloods they used it for Oklahoma last year. I would be fine seeing Baylor be thrown in over Alabama. 
They used it when Ohio State won their championship? They used it when Ohio State, uh, you mean in 2014, when they when they beat Alabama in the first round? Yeah, the first year. No, when they won, when they won the, they won it the first year. Yeah, the when first they year. Win it? Yeah, they they got in over yeah. TCU and Baylor, who both that was before yeah. the Big Twelve had a championship, but they were both eleven and one. And Ohio State, I think, was twelve and one. Yeah, and they had lost to Wisconsin, and they absolutely smoked Wisconsin in the championship. No, game. they lost to Virginia Tech. They were undefeated in the Big Ten. I remember that pretty. Well. They they lost in like week two, and everybody thought they were done. But my thing is that by having Alabama at number five, you're now essentially saying if one of the top teams in the top four loses, let's say Georgia, Alabama in theory should be slotted up, right? Like yeah, if you're, in if you're theory, working, that's what they're uh, saying. Yeah, right. You're 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 putting Alabama in already over an Oklahoma or or Baylor team, and you know let's call it what it is. Even Minnesota, Minnesota had a had a weak loss. They they they. The biggest win in the program history, and then they had a letdown the following week. Okay, they slipped up. Oklahoma, they've grinded out every win, but, you know, the one loss team, they've grinded out every win. You could argue this is the best Oklahoma team that we've had in the three years that they've had legit Heisman contenders. Yep. Uh, and then you have Utah sitting there who is in a Pac 12 team, Pac 12 that is. Worse than the Big Twelve. Yes, you know. I think Utah has the lowest chance there. of any team in the top nine to get into the playoff. But there are six seeds, so if they win, there are six seeds. So if they win, like, you know, I think it's worth they mentioning win, they a couple win things that Minnesota plays Wisconsin Sorry, they this win, weekend. They're, they're in. Yeah, I mean, at this point, if they win, they're in. But it depends on how does Oregon finish the season? How does USC finish the season? Because that's the team. USC's done. They're 8-4. And, and they're just sitting there. It's they not even that. Jordy, as a six seed, as a six seed, they are. They will have beaten. Who are they playing in the Pac-12 championship? But as a six seed, they will have beaten their one-loss team, and they have a Pac-12 championship. So, you know what I mean? Like, according to the committee – Championships are the most important thing. You're putting them in now over well, we, over. Hasn't always been the case. The, champ, you know, the Alabama, championships are always the most important thing, as both Ohio State so I mean, and Alabama you're, will remind you. You're, you're putting you're putting Utah in over Alabama, who realistically Alabama is Alabama a way better team than Utah. Should on and, in and Alabama would Utah. Have, yeah, and Alabama would be way better of a draw and way better of an actual matchup deciding the best team in college football than Utah is. So having Utah as a six seed and having Oklahoma, Minnesota, fuck even Baylor, who's only lost one game to Oklahoma, who's a seven seed. Baylor's lost one game to a, to a seven seed, and they're ninth. Yeah, so Penn that, State has two losses, and they're fucking ten. Like, get out of here. Get well, so out of here. I think it's really interesting. So there's the f- so talking about the two lost teams – I would rather put Penn State ahead of ahead of Florida. I don't like Florida. Ahead of Oregon, don't like them. Penn State beat Michigan, so they deserve that. And Wisconsin beat Michigan, so Wisconsin Michigan should be the lowest of the three Big Ten teams. So it makes sense of why they're tenth. I get. I also agree that their their love for Penn State is is pretty ridiculous. But onto the one loss teams. Oklahoma plays a ranked Oklahoma State this weekend. Minnesota plays Wisconsin. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that if both win, that they could jump Utah this week or coming into the next week. 
in my theory, in my opinion. Jesus. I just, I just, to me, it, it just, it baffles me that Minnesota had one week loss and, and, you know, again, we're sitting here, how many times they let teams that were weak losses get into the championship or we've had, you know, two losses or a uh, yeah, team that didn't the, win the pack or whatever. The committee they're, hates they're the, Big, 12, the Big Ten West. That's the, that's what it really boils down to. They punished Ohio State two years ago who lost really terribly to, might have been to Iowa, um, and then it, it, or it was to Purdue. They got smoked by Purdue, uh, but still Big Ten West. They didn't get, put them into the championship. Iowa, the year they were really good, they didn't They didn't really totally consider them, and then Michigan State ends up winning the Big Ten anyway. They just don't like the Big Ten West. I think that's a big part of it. I, I Maybe, but how are you going to say the Pac-12 in Utah – their division is way worse than the Big 12 West. And, and no, how you I agree with you. Utah. I think the Pac-12 stinks. I've put the the Pac-12 on my Dunzo list for pretty much since like Utah the middle of September. Utah lost, Utah lost to a third-string quarterback at USC. No, I agree. I agree. They're, they're, they have a shitty loss. Oregon losing really hurts them, even if Oregon like, kills Oregon and State then you look and at they Clemson, should. And you look- how about, how about Clemson two years ago? Clemson two years ago lost to Syracuse, and they were still a number one seed or two, whatever seed they were. Like, th- that's the same thing. The ACC has been garbage. That's the same exact ex- – like Minnesota, 10-1, and one, lost to a terrible team. Clemson was 10-1, and one, lost to a terrible team in Syracuse. And you're going to sit here and tell me that Minnesota's an eight seed? I agree with you. It's bullshit. They don't have, they don't, I like they, Minnesota. They don't have the I think the committee just doesn't like the Big 12 or Big 10 West. But that's what I'm saying is the ACC two years ago was way worse, and Syracuse was worse than Iowa. I agree. And, I'm saying over the course of the, of the six years they've been doing this Clemson, thing, they clearly don't like the Big, Big Ten West. They like the ACC enough to throw Clemson a bone, because they have. They gave, they gave Florida State a bone when they were still good, when they had Jameis Winston. They like the ACC. They don't like the Big Ten West. It's the human element of it. It's what we've been begging for since the BCS. This is the human element. There's a bias. But but it's also like, you know, ha, what team in the ACC is good besides Clemson? Please, Florida State has been relevant since Jameis Winston left, and you could no, argue I agree that with you. The ACC is the ACC is not a good conference. Syracuse was supposed to be really good; they stunk this year. Virginia Tech is somehow ranked, which I didn't realize for one that they're nine and two. So I see why they're ranked, but I feel like their their season's just been all over the board, or eight and three. Excuse me. Um, but their season's been all over the fucking board. Virginia's eight and three. Why aren't they ranked? If you're going to rank Virginia Tech, they're playing each other this weekend. I agree with you. The ACC is not good. It's a very, very weird thing. But this is what we've been asking for with the human element. There's going to be some bias of that they're going to like some. They're going to like some parts of it, and they're going to dislike some parts of it, and they're going to like some blue chip programs and not like these out of the box programs like a Minnesota, like a Baylor, like a Utah. They want the the Penn they, States, they the love Florida's. Utah. They have Utah ranked. They have Utah ranked six. They love yeah, behind Utah. Alabama. What they, a potential champion yeah, Utah of, a, ranked six. of a division or a, of a conference ranked behind Alabama. Who, if they beat Auburn and are eleven and one, I don't think they should be getting in. It's not two years ago Alabama where the team they lost to is is then losing to then lost to a team they beat in all the shit with Georgia and Alabama two years ago. It's not that. I don't think Alabama should get in. It's 11-1 team. 
like if they're eleven and one, their only loss is to LSU, who's the number one seed overall. There's a very easy argument for them over Utah, for them over. I understand that. I'm not disagreeing. For them over Minnesota, for them over, for them over Oklahoma, for them over Baylor. There's a very easy case for Alabama, ten and one, the only loss to LSU over those ten and one conference championship teams. That's a fact. There's a very easy case for that, and that's and that's a fact. But that's also the price of playing in the SEC. But at the same time. You know that's the biggest that's the biggest question. In two weeks, are we gonna be sitting here? We're gonna have a, we're gonna have either a one loss Baylor or a one loss Oklahoma. We're gonna have a most likely a one loss Utah. And if Minnesota somehow beats Ohio State, which is unlikely, but let's say they do, you have a one loss Ohio State versus a one loss Alabama versus a one loss Utah versus a one loss Oklahoma. Four teams, two of them are conference championships, and one spot. I think we just need to see how the next two weeks play out at this point. Like, that's kind of where I come at. I'm more upset about LSU being two than number one than I am really about how the four or five go because at this point we're just splitting hairs without knowing the result. Um, but, yeah, we'll see I mean, how it goes. I, honestly, yeah, I mean, I don't – it's – to me, one, two, three, four, I mean, it's very obvious. And, I mean, Georgia, they, the only reason why they're there is because they lost to – South Carolina very early in the season. So if they had lost to them this week, you know, they would not be in the top 10 or not, not be in the top four. They'd be five or six. You know what I mean? That, yeah. That, that's, that's the frustrating part to me is, is in theory, George, the team that Georgia lost to was way worse than the team that, that Alabama lost to, but yet Alabama's a five seed, Georgia's a four seed. It I think it's really interesting that Clemson plays South Carolina this weekend the team that Georgia lost to. And I think that's one thing that you can talk about with Clemson of comparing their wins to other teams. Like, for instance, Georgia just played Texas A&M and barely got by them at Texas A&M. They won by six points. Clemson only beat them by 14. That's really good for Texas A&M. You know who's playing Texas A&M this weekend? LSU. So I think that's that's good that there's this cross-conference scheduling, and I say this a lot with Matt, that I think we need more of that, and we need more of this crossover of games for these top teams to help split the hairs of, of especially undefeated teams, of where teams should be ranked and seeded for this tournament. Yeah, but this is exactly, this is exactly why people aren't playing outside of the division. Like, you know, Ohio State only had, in theory, one good win, and they're the number one seed. Clemson has zero good wins, and they're the, they're the number three seed. You know, it, it's you play an easy schedule, you go undefeated, and you're in a top division. You're in a top conference. Uh, you know, it's it's an easy road to be in the playoff conversation. Sure, sure. You know, but you got to win all your games. There's a you see what happens when your schedule's not good enough. There's been that for a number At of Minnesota, different teams. You can argue Minnesota, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. anyway, Jordy, um, give me your give me your college pick of the week. Yeah, so let's move on to pick them. Start with college. We did not get Matt's picks. We asked him a couple times to submit in picks. Matty D forfeit to me. I get he'll go zero and six for our records, so I can I can get a lead, Greg. I'm not that petty, but hey, good for you. Good for you. <laughs> Um, as much as I'd love to, to try to pick Michigan, I really don't feel confident in that game. Jim Harbaugh has not played very well. 
in the in that traditional rivalry of uh, Penn State or uh, Michigan and Ohio State. There's some interesting games on the board. There's a couple close ones. Um, I'm going to go, though, with Minnesota over Wisconsin. They're a two-point favorite. I think this is going to be a really good game, and I'd love to see Wisconsin maybe pull off an upset, but I, would, I do want to see that Minnesota, Minnesota story go. I think they're a much different team at home. Their defense steps up huge. I think one thing that really shows is some of the games that we've seen out of Wisconsin where their offense, if they do get a little stifled, that they, they move a little slower. Their defense is pretty good, but... I think if Minnesota's offense can click, which they've been clicking more and more as the weeks have gone on, I think we can really see something something fun happen. We might even see a bit a big win. I think it's going to be a lot closer because it's a rivalry game. Everybody gets up for it. Uh, but I am going to go with Minnesota to cover the two-point spread. I mean, that's a tiny spread for – and Wisconsin being a favorite on the road. No, no, no. Minnesota is- – Oh, no, you're right. Wisconsin is. It's Minnesota plus two. Greg, I can't so, I mean, read. Wisconsin being a favorite on the road, the, the amount of disrespect that Vegas is now showing to Minnesota is, is wild. But um, that's a great one, Jordy. I'm going to go Alabama, only a three-point favorite over Auburn. I like that. Now, Greg, why? Blah, blah, blah. Listen, <laughs> this isn't, this isn't going to be a last-second field goal to win a game. This isn't going to be Alabama-Auburn. Yes, it's going to be close. It's going to be tight, but it's going to be a touchdown difference. It's not going to be three, it's, or it's going to be four points. It's going to be their defense. It's going to be everything Alabama. They're going to run the ball a ton. They're going to get the jet sweeps going. They're going to have their backup quarterback, who's played a lot this year, he's going to throw, throw short little routes. And let the receivers go run. They have the best, quote-unquote, best receivers besides LSU, best receivers in college, according to ESPN and all these, these quote-unquote, experts. And uh, you know what it is, Jordy? Two, three points on the road in the biggest rivalry game. And a must-win. You have to win. You have to win big to make a case for yourself to make the playoffs. I think this is a uh, – they win by more than three. I like that. I like that a lot, actually. I, I agree with you. I think Nick Saban's going to fucking just step on the throats of the Auburn Tigers and uh, really make a case to that committee in his last last time he can do it, you know? But, Greg, let's go to the NFL. We'll last, last last game for Auburn to make an impression. I love it. Yeah. Um, Start with you. Jordy. Are we recapping or just going to picks? Do you want to recap last week? Are you? Are you? I'm just curious. What? What? We just go right to pick. Yeah, we just go right to pick. We, so we can talk about it afterwards. Back. We can talk about it last week. We'll go right to you for your right, first pick. Uh, my first pick. My first pick. The New York Jets three point favorites. Uh, they're going to win by a lot more than three. Yeah, they, they're uh, rolling. They're playing with Bengals team, who is worse than the well, bad. the worst team in the league. The worst, the worst team in the league. They're really um, bad. Yeah, and, and the Jets are on a roll, and Sam Darnold uh, famously said they're going to go on a roll, and, and this is their role, and they're going to win. Plain like and simple. Uh, that's my first pick. I like it. Two to me. I'm going to go for my first one. The Packers minus six at the New York Giants. I think the Giants are garbage. The Packers had a uh, kind of a <laughs> shit week last week, and I think their defense wants to make a statement that they are actually as good as we thought they were. 
I think the I think Aaron Rodgers is embarrassed that he was held to such a low amount of passing yards against the 49ers. I think he's going to fucking come up with some new word, some new relaxed type of situation. And we're going to act like the 49ers game was a little, a little bit of a, you know, we'll forget about it. So Packers minus six, book it. For you, Jordy, that's a, uh, coming East. That's a, that's an interesting pick. No, I Aaron Rodgers, I mean, like Russell Wilson, the, Giants, the, the traveling does the Giants, not affect him. Yeah, the Giants suck, but it's a decent pick. All right, yeah. what's next? Uh, so my second pick, I'm going to go... Mm, I'm tempted to do it. You know what I am. I'm going to go with the Chargers minus three at Denver. Uh, this Denver team is also not good. They uh, Somehow they squeaked out three different wins. Potentially could have been four because the Bears had that last second field goal. Um, Chargers, though, they've had an up-and-down year. All the weird shit with running backs. Austin Eckler not having the greatest time. Melvin Gordon and all the stuff he's gone through. But I, I feel like this is this is a game, Jay Cutler, or not, uh, because of the former rivalry with Jay Cutler, Phil, Phillip Rivers always gets up for those Broncos games. I feel like they're going to win probably by a touchdown. I know it's a road game. I'm going to go Chargers minus three. Um... Good pick, Jordy. Uh, the Broncos also a team that not great, but the Chargers, just like every year, they one week they're amazing, one week they're terrible. It's 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 amazing to me the roller coaster that if if there are any Charger fans left, uh, they have to go on year in and year out. Um, Two to you, my friend. My friend. What'd you say? Two to you, my friend. Second pick. Um, will be Seattle at home versus Minnesota Monday night. Ooh, I like that. I believe Seattle, right now they're three-point favorites. I think they're going to win by a lot more than three points. I think Kirk Cousins, time and time again, has proven big games. He is not great uh, on the road in Seattle. The hashtag 12th man, all that nonsense. Um, yeah, that's my second pick. I like it. Thank you. Um, for my third pick, Jordy, I am going. I'm, I hate to do it. I hate to do it. I'm going with Baltimore Ravens, six Ooh. point favorites. I think they're going to win by more. And, yes, the San Francisco defense is good, but uh, they're good because they're pass rushers, and the Ravens are a run first, get six yards, first couple downs, and then turn around and have second and third and short. So I think the Ravens' offense currently is is playing too well, and uh, I love Jimmy G to death. And I really hope and I'm praying that Baltimore loses so the Patriots have a game in hand and they can they do they have one now, but you know, one loss and the Patriots uh their bye is gone, so or not their bye, but their first season the home field throughout is gone, so we need the Ravens to lose again. So I'm hoping San Francisco wins, but my head is picking uh the Ravens by more than six. No, I like that and uh Justin Tucker's now making kicks, as we learned. By my heartbreaking, nobody cares about the fantasy team, but my heartbreaking loss in your Syracuse League, Greg. I had come all the way back 
thanks to Mark Ingram and Willie Sneed and Justin Tucker made some field goals. Which he hadn't been. That's the more important thing is that he's actually starting to make them. Uh, so Baltimore's offense really clicking, as we saw last week, with the huge Monday night win. Um, I do think it's funny comparing the two teams. I think we've seen a lot more out of the Ravens. We've seen a lot more grit. Um, kind of the reverse of what we were talking about with college. You learn more in their losses than you do in their wins. And I think that the the Ravens losing to the Patriots, uh, or beating the Patriots, right? Um but they've lost. They lost to the Browns. They've had kind of a weird year with uh, their two losses. But I think that they're a better team than the 49ers. I do think they end up pulling out, winning that spread. I think there's a reason why it's not minus seven. I think they want to entice people to bet it. I think minus seven is the right number. Uh, so good on you, Greg. Jordy, what's your third pick? I'm going to go with the four, Patriots. I'm taking them to cover to cover the spread on Sunday Night Football. I think that. We're in for a Deshaun slip-up game. We had a few of those earlier in the season. Um, I think that game game manager, game-breaker Tom Brady is going to have himself a nice little day against that Houston defense that has shown some cracks. There's a reason why they're 7-4. and four. Uh, And I think that Belichick's going to figure out how to slow down the pass attack that Deshaun Watson can can utilize. Uh, the run game has been so-so, and I think that's where the Patriots have been shown to be slowed down, and that's part of the reason why the, the Cowboys should have figured out how to how to get the job done against the Patriots and didn't utilize Ezekiel Elliott. They tried to you know let Dak Prescott beat him, and and you know what? That meme, what, you know, one day I'm going to tell my kids that this was Dak Prescott and Sinbad. I don't know if you've seen that go around the internet. It's very funny. Uh, you know, there's a reason why they lost. Had to talk about the the Cowboys being shitty. But, yeah, Patriots minus three. Book it. Oh, and it's funny you say that because the, the you saw with the Seahawks, you know, they should have ran the ball and they threw it and lost the game. And then you see it, uh, you know, the Chiefs and even Cowboys, like you said, the Patriots, the, the Ravens, when they beat the Patriots, Ran all over them, and yep. I think Lamar Jackson threw for a hundred yards because yep. all they did was run the ball. And it's very clear and obvious the Patriots' defense is built to stop teams that pass the ball because Belichick realizes everyone's a pass-happy league, yep. and so they have fast, good physical corners who don't take a lot of penalties, and they have pass rushers who get enough pressure to force um, a pass fast enough. Or the ball out of quarterback's hands, so I think you're right. I think it's a good pick that that Houston's going to rely on the pass game. It's going to be a long day or, or or a short one, if you will. A lot of three and outs for uh, Deshaun Watson. No, I agree with you. Yeah, and, and to re reemphasize, their their uh, rush attack is really non non-existent. Their lead rusher is Carlos Hyde, who only has four touchdowns and 800 yards. Uh, so we'll see. And granted, Lamar Miller probably changed their plans, but yeah, what's your fourth pick? Yeah, so my fourth pick, um, probably should go with a home team. Looking at the board, <clears throat> I'm enticed by the Indianapolis Colts hosting the Titans, the Falcons on the Thursday night Thanksgiving game. You think that that they could maybe 
make some noise there. They've been okay at home. Uh, Cowboys hosting the Bills. Not a huge fan there. Not going to go with the Lions. They burned me before. Although I think they could they could easily beat the Bears tomorrow tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, I, Jordy, I have a pick. If you're not ready yet, you know what? I'm going to go. Yeah, you you go, you go. I'm going to I'm going to mull on on this one pick. And I have a pick. Uh, Carolina at home, ten point favorites over Washington Redskins. Carolina, a team that took uh, New Orleans down to the wire and had a had a legit shot of winning that game. I'm sure you watched the end of it along with everyone else on the road. Carolina did uh, so. To me, I think Carolina bounces back and it's a good week to get get back on the win column for them. Six and six Carolina with a shot at uh, the wild card in the NFC is with a backup quarterback. Not bad for them. No, that's a that's a pretty good pick. I uh, yeah, I think the Redskins also with their win last week. I think that they're they're due for a come down. They're not good on the road. They have shown that throughout this season, and they've gotten nothing more but banged up. Carolina's very good at home. I like that pick a lot. I think that's a, a good choice. And, Greg, I'm going to go with the pick I was mulling over. Arizona's a three-point dog to L.A. We've seen them struggle. We've seen them really – they really got embarrassed on Monday Night Football. So that might show that, they, that they're in for a bounce back. But Arizona plays very well at home, and I think that this is an opportunity for them to make a statement that they're that they're not this little brother that they've been for the last couple of years in the NFC West. And I think that they, they upset the, uh, the L.A. Rams. So I'm going to go Arizona plus three. So, Jordy, funny – Funnily enough, I had in a in a uh, I have like a little pick thing going. Um, you know, you do the um, whatever the pick 'em thing yeah. for Yahoo. It's like a fantasy thing, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I picked Arizona in that as well. I didn't want to put it on here because I'm not as confident because it is kind of a risky thing. But uh, the Rams have just been absolutely miserable and. Their defense is Ever not good, lost, and I feel like Kyler Murray is going to expose that. Ever since they lost the Super Bowl, everyone knows how to stop their offense, so thanks to Bill Belichick. Um, so, had to you know, realistically, yeah, obviously. And then realistically, you know, Arizona, they're on the rise. You know, they've been playing better. Murray's only going to get better as the season goes on. And, you know, it always this time of year, rookie quarterbacks, you know, you saw with Donald and and – or, um, yeah, you saw it with Donald and, and even Goff. The end so of the year, they a couple of, years ago. He wasn't a rookie, but still, it was his first like, right. starting they sort of, Right, they sort of get hot at the end of the year because teams are more or less playing for jobs and it's not as serious, blah, blah, blah. Everyone's sort of relaxed and loose. So uh, I think this is a uh, will be a good, good at-home win if they can pull it off. No, I like it. I uh, obviously because I picked it. Uh, since we went out of order, do you want me to just give a second one and then we can say your last pick, or do you want to give your last pick? Go ahead. All right. So my last pick, I'm gonna go with the Browns to beat the Steelers. They're a two point favorite. They're on the road, which doesn't bode well. But I think that Steeler team's in a little bit of disarray. Uh, you've had all the different stuff with Mason Rudolph and with uh, Devlin, Devlin Hodges. Um, and yeah, I, I just think that they, they, the run game, which has been such a staple 
of during the Le'Veon era and obviously last year with James Conner. I know they missed the playoffs, but he really, you know, he had a good season and everything. They haven't really been able to figure it out. James Conner's been banged up. They have Jalen Samuels. He's been kind of banged up and not really performing that, that well. Uh, I think their passing attack is going to have a really hard time. Similar to the Patriots, the, the Browns have some pretty good secondary players. They have really good corners. Denzel Washington has been very good for them, or Denzel Ward, excuse me. Um, so, yeah, I, I like the Browns to win here. I get why it's only two points because it's in Pittsburgh. It might be a hot pick to pick Cleveland because they looked so good last week. I think there's a reason why the over-under set at 39. This is probably going to be a pretty ugly game. So being within a field goal spread, I feel confident that Cleveland can try to cover this thing. I like that pick, Jordy. I really do. I feel the same as well. They're playing well. They seem to be uh, feeling themselves a little bit the last couple weeks, sort of a, a revenge game because they lost two weeks ago. So um, I like that pick. Jordy, I was thinking about going – Taking Miami at home versus Philly. Uh, I don't dislike that pick. As an Eagles fan, but I, then, I don't. Yeah, and then I was flirting with the other game in Florida, Jacksonville and Tampa, which is like a zero. It's a pick 'em, right? It's 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 a one point spread or a zero yeah. zero spread. It's it literally it's, as we've been podcasting went from a pick 'em to Tampa Bay minus one. Right. So I I. Really want to hammer Jacksonville in that one, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take the safe, easy route. I'm gonna go Kansas City coming off a bye, yeah. hosting Oakland at home. Kansas City is going to route Oakland. Yeah, I, I almost went with that pick as well. That was one of the ones I was mulling over. Um, the only to the Andy Reid coming off of a bye syndrome. The only thing that that might give me a little bit of pause is you don't know what Andy Reid coming off of bye syndrome. What does that mean? Oh, Andy Reid's like. He's like tw- how many years has he been a head coach? Like twenty years. He's like he's like eighteen and one coming off of a bye. Yeah, like, so one year the so Eagles went like five and eleven. Be- they went five and eleven. They beat the Peyton Manning led Colts. I think like the year the Colts went to the Super Bowl coming off of a bye. It's like it's nuts how good right, Andy so, Reid is when he well, just has so, a week to, re- to so rest. Right. So then I'm right. You take Kansas City. No, no, no. I, I'm agreeing with you. I just think. The one thing that gave me concern is that the, the Raiders got so embarrassed by the Jets last week that they might try to play close. They might play well. They are on the road. They're not a good road team, as proven by their last week in New York. Uh, so that's where that's why I like it. I just think ten, I'm also not a fan of 10-point spreads in the NFL. It's part of why I stay away from them. Uh, but I like I like it for you a lot. Shorty. Um, yeah, no, I think... Uh... Interesting, interesting NFL. How it's going? Interesting uh, year for sure. Yeah. Um, are there any cl- you... are there any playoff clinching scenarios this week? Like, can the Patriots clinch a, clinch a spot? Uh, I don't know because the Bills are eight and three. So, yeah. like, I'm pulling this up now. I don't think they... like they wouldn't even they couldn't even like clinch a wild card because they're what they're. They're four games up on the Raiders. With so what? They would be eleven and one, and the Raiders lose. They're six and six, five games up, five games up with four to play. They could, in theory, if I think Pittsburgh would have to. I think Pittsburgh has to win something like that. They might be able to clinch just at least a wild card, if that makes sense. I mean, it's tough because they have Houston this week, and then they have Kansas City. Oh no, because because uh, the, the Colts and Texans both play or Titans both play each other. So 
No, I don't think they do. They they need to be because they all three would need to lose because they'd be five up with four to go. Um, but in that, but unless they tie, they're four and a half up with four to go. I guess that's their their playoff clinching scenario for the Patriots. Um, my point is that the Patriots like they still have to play Buffalo, good team. Uh, Cincinnati, well, not Cincinnati's ass, but they have to play Houston and Kansas City, so. It'll be tough. Yeah. So we didn't talk about any of the Thanksgiving anyway. games. Do those intrigue you at all? No. Um, let me double down on that. No. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hell no. Yeah. Um, Buffalo-Dallas might be Chicago, fun. If Chicago was good... Yeah, Buffalo-Dallas intrigues me. Uh, I mean, Atlanta-New Orleans... Honestly, there are some good matchups that day... But I'm not intrigued. The only one that I have my eye on is potentially Buffalo Dallas. Um, but the way that the way that um, Buffalo played, I guarantee it is early in the season versus the Patriots. I'm not as worried, especially because they played them Week 16. So hopefully the things will be wrapped up for the Patriots by then. But um, I guess I have my eye on that as an, as an AFC Easter with with the Bills being eight and three. But if Atlanta was better, maybe, but no, I'm not really too intrigued. Again, like you said, Buffalo Dallas. Uh, sorry, go ahead, I cut you off. No, no, no. I think it's an intriguing game. I think it's Josh Allen's been playing good the last couple weeks, so I think it'll be fun to see how he does on the road against a decent Dallas defense. Um, I think their defense can make Dak Prescott have a little bit of struggle. I think Zeke might be able to barrel over him a little bit because they're not that good against the run. Uh, Jordan Howard was able to do it pretty well, so in theory, Ezekiel Elliott should be. When the Eagles beat the pa- or beat, beat the Bills, they did not beat the Patriots. Uh, lost a pitcher beer bet to my one friend, Greg. So you should have gotten in on that. You know? But anyway, uh, I think that's going to be a really good game. Over-under at like 42, which is kind of nuts. Uh, I don't know if that... I feel like you should hammer an, over, an under if you're of that... Or 47, excuse me. Yeah, if you're, a, if you're an under connoisseur, which I don't know what type of human is, but if you are... That might be one for you. Uh, New Orleans, Atlanta, I don't know. I feel like it's something where it could be close, these two teams. You know, throw out the record books, they say. But I don't know. I feel like that that could be a dud. It could be an absolute blowout. Could have butt fumble type of uh, implications. Like when the Patriots play the Jets on Thanksgiving night. Um, yeah, but the Chicago-Detroit game, I feel like, is either... If Chicago like wants to show off, they should win huge. But they could also put up a complete dud. Detroit, I don't know who they're who they're starting at, at quarterback. So that's that's the other part of it. There's a reason why like it's over thirty seven. There's a reason for it. It could be a fucking seven nothing game. It could be really stupid. I I I don't know. It's, I'm never a fan of Thursday games anyway. Um, yeah. I think they're the dumbest thing that the NFL has done, short of them trying to go to. To adding more regular season games in the coming years, I think that's even more stupid um, than Thursday night games. But it's just the unders would seem to hit more. You either get you either get a a, a nine nothing game because it's so bad and everyone is is so bad, or you get a everyone's tired. We're not really playing defense. It's going to be fifty to fifty. Yeah, we've seen that the last couple of years too. It's kind of stupid. Um, 
Yeah, th- it's there's, there's, it's I very also, rarely a good game. I also it's think very, it's bullshit. I think it's bullshit too that they always give the Cowboys and one of the other teams that plays in, in one of the other two games, they give them the next Thursday game. So it's bullshit that the Cowboys. I guess they have the short week this week, but they always play on Thanksgiving. So if you sign for the Dallas Cowboys, you know you're playing on Thanksgiving. But then their actual Thursday night football game is you got you still got a full week off. It's stupid. It annoys the shit out of me as an Eagles fan. Well, this is their short week, Jordy. This is their Thursday. I understand night game. that, but like I just said, you sign, the the Cowboys and the Lions always play on Thanksgiving. If you sign with that team or you get drafted, you know going in, I have a short week, the week of Thanksgiving. And you're going to be like, that's something that like the Cowboys probably have like written in stone because Jerry Jones is that fucking arcane. That's for Thanksgiving week where this is what you do. This is the Cowboy oh, it, way. You know, well, I mean, Troy it, it goes Aikman, back to, he it, won it, me a Super Bowl, and I can't stop talking about thirty years oh, ago. It, now you sound like Jared. Honestly, <laughs> it goes back to Jerry it, Jones. It probably Jerry goes back. Barnes. To, it, it probably goes back to the Cowboys. "Quote unquote America's team," and you know the, what they want people to actually watch. But this is their short week, Jordy. Every team has to play a short week, regardless of whether you're in Dallas or you're somewhere else. Every single team has to play a short week. And but I wrote it in stone. Week. You should you should be happy because here it is. They don't get the extra ten days. They don't get. I guess the it's good that the Bills. Time. I guess it's good that the Bills are at least right now good. That they play that that that's who they're playing this week. But then they play the Bears next week, and the Bears suck. Ah, God! Fuck well, the Bears the are five and five, about to be six and six, and have a shot at the playoffs. So oh. let's not get carried away with the Bears. This suck. week, this week is worth one win and one loss. Sorry, that was a bad joke. Oh, the Bears are about to be six. I'm confused. You said they're five and five, and they're about to be six and six. So I was like, oh, this game's a win and a loss. But this week's a win and a loss for them. Yo, hey, hey, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome, Bears fans. Yeah, yeah. The whole um, fan, so La Familia. Should we, should we, should we make the announcement now or what? Is there anything else before we make the announcement that you want to talk about? Any hockey yeah, update? So I'm watching this college. I'm watching this college football game and or the college basketball game. They're they're in Atlantis. They're playing in a in a hotel ballroom. Yeah, they've been. Yeah, the, I know they the do battle this. for Atlantis. Yeah, it's the coolest tournament. I know they do this. Every, I know they do this every year, but they're in a hotel ballroom. Yeah, like, their locker room is another, is another hotel. Lot like another hotel meeting room. Yeah, how nuts is that? Third. Yeah, it's crazy. Just don't understand. I just don't understand. Who we thought they were? All right, so, uh, yeah, I mean the Bruins are awesome. The Bruins look unreal, and somehow, uh, I want Tampa a lo- Bay has. I want some good money on on the Bruins same. last night. So Good. You. you should. Somehow Tampa Bay has the same or, or less amount of points than, you know, they're, they're – Tampa has just not been good this year, which is helping the Bruins are good. So hopefully the Bruins won't have to play Toronto in the first round again and they can get a uh, a wild card team this well, year. Toronto will be lucky to make the well, – they, they've actually looked good since firing Babcock, so I shouldn't say they'll be lucky to make the playoffs. Um, but Babcock's not good. Yeah, he wasn't good. He wasn't good. But they've but the the Maple Leafs look good. They look uh, yeah. The, yeah. Maple, the Maple Leafs are a good team. They have so much talent. They have too much talent to to not be good. Too legit to quit. 
So, all right. Um, so, Greg, actually, guess, right now, if the playoffs started today, it'd be Flyers Bruins in the first round. Oh, that's unreal. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Let's go. Kinda hot. Let's go. Let's let's test that rookie goalie. Uh, technically, a second let's year, go. But he's he's like twenty, so you can call him a rookie. Did he get enough games for his rookie year last year or no? I, he had to have. He played like he played like thirty games or like twenty five games, I think. He played most of the season. He got called enough. up in December, and then he got hurt a little bit. But then he played like the se- he played most of the mostly down the stretch. I love how they played him over the the uh, the the little Olympic break, and he still fucking they they overused him like idiots. Classic no, he looked flyer. great at the end of last year. There's a reason why Akata's look good so far this year. He's got to change his number, but that's – I know you told the story, and it's about these two kids and blah, 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 and I get it. It's heartwarming. Yeah, it's, it's, a, very, it's a very heartwarming story. But, yeah, 79 is yeah, kind of – it's a little bit of an eyesore. <laughs> Such an eyesore. Like, ugly, man. Do you like ugly. Morgan Frost wearing 48, Danny Briere's old number? That's awesome. Good for him. Yeah, I love it. A staple. A staple of Philadelphia. Love Danny Briere. My tailgate buddy. That's awesome. Um, so, for those who have stuck around this long, I need you to tweet at the show account and say yes or no. And the the question to which you're voting on is: Should Jordy make his big announcement? Live on air before he makes it live in person. So tweet, tweet at, tweet at the account. Let us know and tune in next week to see the results and if Jordy announces his big announcement live on air before he announces it in person. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, but what's the big announcement? Ooh, it's worth it. Trust me. If if for those who don't know me, trust me, it's worth it. Everybody uh, should know you, Greg. You're the legend. I bet. I, I bet our friendship that it's worth it if you vote yes. Wait for it. I think that's good, right? Unless you want to straight up announce it now, and then they can tweet at you nah, no, something we'll, else. No, we'll hold off. We'll hold off. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, yeah. By the way, I finally, I finally, uh, I finally watched the first episode of that Survivor Philly thing. Have you? What do you think? I mean, I thought people knew the results. Am I? Did I? Am I the only one who knew what happened before? Uh, some people know what happened, uh, but don't spoil it here. Go watch Survivor Philadelphia. I was on it. I've talked about it on. I've talked about that. I did it here on the podcast, and I've talked about it a little bit as it's been airing. Uh, but yeah, go watch it. Search Survivor Philly on YouTube. We filmed this on week the Sunday of week one of the NFL, oh. which is why I wear my Sproles jersey. Um, oh, that's why. That's uh, so. I was, okay, I was, I was wondering what uh, if the people knew that. No, 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 no you no. were on Survivor Four. Yeah, people knew that I was on it. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't talked about how I did. Uh, I know. I know how I did. Right, so, so everyone, everyone at this point knows that you won, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I totally won. I'm, I'm uh, the, I'm the, the original sole survivor win. of Philadelphia. Hello, alert! You just told people you didn't win. Maybe I did. I don't know. I know how I did. But you gotta watch. Didn't, 
Did you get screwed? Didn't you come in like? Didn't you come in like fifteenth? Yeah, I'm already out. You can see me on the show, but I'm already out. There's six, five episodes, so we can talk about that at least. Five episodes have aired, and I am still alive on the show right now. We're at the final ten. Um, actually, we're at the final nine now, which will that episode will, episode, episode five just dropped today, Wednesday, or no, it dropped Tuesday night. Um, and then the new one will drop Saturday. Episodes are left. What'd you say? Episodes are left. Uh, there are three more left. Two more, and then the finale. I have to watch, have to watch all three episodes. I have to watch all ten episodes to see you. Maybe I don't know. I you know. Quick. Who they're, knows if I make the finale or not, Greg? They are quick. They're very quick episodes. Oh, they and the longest is like a half an hour. They don't bring everyone back to talk about it. There's no reunion show. No, there no there there is not an actual reunion show. But uh, some of them, so, some of the people be, I got voted out did get to. Uh, they got to like film, so you see them like flying around in the background, like the one kid, like one of the kids that was on my tribe that we that we blindsided. He, uh, you can see him flying around because he was filming throughout throughout the show. Uh, it was fun. It was a lot of fun, Greg. Well, I've, again, I saw episode one, but I guess now I'd spoiler it. I know you uh, backstab one of your teammates, so that's messed up. Yeah, you know, just keep watching. You'll see what it is. <laughs> You'll see how. Unless we he tried to backstab. First, ooh, ooh, the plot maybe, thickens. Maybe it'd be funny for the people that are watching this. It's funny for the people watching this that like know and have seen the episodes, and that you you haven't seen them yet. So you'll have to just you'll just have to watch, see how it goes. So the big announcement is not about Survivor Philly. No, it's I not. know it seems like it, but the big announcement is not about Survivor Philly. No, it's not. But still, tweeted us yes or no. Still tweeted us yes or no, and the poll, the results of the results, Jordy. If if it's an overwhelming yes, you have to announce it live at the end of the show to see if people yeah, actually go up. You know what you'll do? You'll put it, you'll record it, and retroactively put it back into this episode. Some people have to re-listen to this whole episode, and then randomly at one point throughout the episode, you'll put in this is so the announcement randomly. It's a Thanksgiving miracle how <laughs> elaborate this is. I mean, this comes straight from my mind, so you know it's elaborate. Yeah, this is this is fourteen years of friendship in the making. <laughs> I mean, you follow me, right? Wouldn't that, that be great? Because then people have to re-download an episode. Yeah, yeah, we're uh, we're doing the the Ryan from the office of we're making them call in the sales and then report them on the website. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Log it twice. That. All right, Jordy. Tell the people what they won. Let's get out of here. Go Pats. Go Eagles. Go Flyers. Hopefully Joel Embiid scores a basket tonight. And make sure to follow us. Thank you to Greg. What'd you say? What a bust, huh? (laughs) I mean, the process, baby. Anyway, thank you to Greg. That was a ton (laughs) of fun, my man. I'm uh, excited to hear how your Thanksgiving went. Your first one as uh, as a married man. But for everybody, have a great Thanksgiving. I'm sure you're listening to this either on Thanksgiving or afterwards. Uh, so you'll know if Joel Embiid made a, made a basket on Wednesday night. But go follow us, ThunderBLG on Twitter, Thunderbox Sports on Instagram and Facebook. Search The Bullpen Cart on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Mash that subscribe button. Give us five stars. Greg, we need to figure out something to do for the fans when they give us a five-star review. Matt and I still aren't theorizing it. But... 
will, they will you'll send them the big, you'll send them the big announcement yeah that's where you'll get the big announcements if you leave us a five-star review and make sure to reference it in the five-star review you want the big announcement <laughs> Ooh, i like it you want the big package for the big announcement <laughs> thought you'd like that even better even better even better even better Anyway, for my man Greg Pitelli, uh, I am Jordy Cannell. Have a great weekend and a happy Thanksgiving. And go, Birds. Pats. <laughs>